let's talk about it. Welcome to Thick Radio, the podcast where we talk about gaming and everything in its orbit. I'm James. And I'm Tim, so let's get into it. Listeners, today we welcome to the show for the first time, we've got Ken. Hey! Hey, Ken! Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. It's going good. Yeah, good here. How are you? Uh, I'm nice and relaxed. The workday's done. Had a good day of eating. Just try to, ready to relax and enjoy the afternoon. Oh my goodness! Listen, uh, I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. I love your stories with your eating because I feel like you and I do something very similar, Ken. Where it's like you want to tell a bitch, oh no, I got this and I got the extra and I got the side with the double triple with the extra drink with the whipped cream on top. Yes, I did. And did I eat it all? Yes, I did. <laughs> you're right look at the belly look at the body this is the before this is the after and you just love to put it in people's faces and uh here on the podcast i'd like to officially invite you uh anytime you'd like to put it in my face personally here here <laughs> duly noted duly noted i was, I was gonna say that. that i also love your stories uh your stories tend to get me all hot and bothered and distracted at work <laughs> <laughs> I will take that as a compliment, boys. Thank you. It's just me having fun. And, you know, I, that's one thing that I love about this community. And like, especially you guys, you know, it, it, it's a place that I feel safe being myself and appreciation for it too. It's just, it's, it's such a, a welcoming thing, especially, you know, when you're going through from like my perspective, dealing with working out and bulking and gaining at the same time, like, you know, there's, it's, it's, there's a lot that goes into it that not a lot of people really, in my opinion, I think they understand. And so I'm just, I just try to kind of like show a little bit of that and have some fun with it too. That's typically most of what it is. It's just me having fun. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's gorgeous to see. It's content, of course, we stand and we love for, you know, personal reasons across the board. But, you know, I think similar to what, I think in many ways, so many of us don't understand what we do when we put our image out there, when we put our truth out there as gainers is we inspire people like i acknowledge i am not the biggest dude around but i have had plenty of people slide into the dms to say i was the first gainer they saw on youtube or on grammar or posting shit on insta and that that gave them the courage to say i'm gonna do it too and you know we we have a very firm narrative of two styles of gaining there's definitely the eat nothing but junk food until you die of immobility line of thought. And then there's the muscle gain, maybe get a gut, but also hit the gym until you're immobile from all the muscle mass line of thought. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily feel like there's much storyline about what happens in the middle of that. And we are looking forward to exploring that, of course, with multiple people as the time goes by. But you're here right now. And I think you're the perfect person to really kick off this conversation with. So kind of kind of beginning in that direction, how did you first discover the gaining community? Well, it's I'm I feel like I'm pretty much a rookie still um, when it comes to the gaining community. I've probably only been around for maybe two years, three years max at that, um, actually active, you know, within the community. 
Um, honestly, I don't, I want to say it was during COVID, like when the pandemic first kind of hit that, you know, we've got those lonely times and scrolling through various, you know, social medias and whatnot and, and stumbled across a few things. And um, I actually came across your guys' podcast and that's what initially kind of started everything for myself in terms of like learning about the body positivity um, and what actually goes into gaining. And your guys' is like the whole first season was just like so eye-opening for me. Um, got me comfortable to like actually reach out to others, learn some more information about it, educate myself um, in so many aspects of it. Because growing up, I mean, I'm 6'1". I've always been a thicker guy. Um, I get comp comments on my stretch marks all the time, but that shit from like when I had a growth spurt when I was a kid, um, not so much from now. But um, so like just learning how to transition that into accepting my body for what it is and then figuring out a way to kind of turn it into what I want. Um, I played sports growing up a lot and I still play a lot of sports, but having that confidence to, yeah, if I want to eat a whole piece of a whole freaking pizza by myself, I'm going to do it. Or like even now, if I want to just kind of throw on 25 pounds just for the hell of it because I want to have some fun with my fat gains, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, and just having the the support behind it is just, it makes it so much more enjoyable um, and like rewarding in so many aspects. Do you know what? That, that really puts a smile on my face because I'll be selfish for a moment. Like anytime people, Tim, don't you smoke over there? I know you're the exact same I way. I, I, you said um, for a minute, I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? I'll be, I'll be selfish for a minute. Um, I know I've never done this before in my life. No, um, hearing any kind of positive feedback about what this podcast does for people, it always puts a smile on my face and it always warms my heart because we've said it before, we'll say it now, and I will say it again at some point in the future. This is exactly why we do what we do. So to get that active feedback that really reinforces that what we are doing is quite literally changing lives for the better is just, it's very heartwarming to me. Yeah. And that was our mission statement from the beginning. I said, this can't just be something self-indulgent where we just sit here and talk about how great everything is for us. Like we have to give something back. So, so to touch base on this, you know, you'd mentioned you have a history as well of staying active and things of that nature can you tell us a little bit more about it like how long has being active having some form of like movement right how long has that kind of thing been a part of your life um to be quite frank most of my life um i grew up um in southern indiana um i played football from fourth grade up until my senior year of high school um, and then there was a couple years in my college years um, where I was just kind of doing some intramural sports here and there, not really a whole lot of active um, in terms of like weightlifting and stuff like that. Um, I think so from like 18 to now, there's been all of maybe two years, maybe three where I wasn't very active. Um, and so I guess kind of like the current journey that I'm on now, I started that probably back in like 2020 or 2000, late 2019. Because um, I've always been one that just, I'm either going to the gym and doing something um, at least two to four times a week. Now I try and hit four to five days a week. Um, but like during this past summer, 
I freaking, I was playing kickball. I was playing volleyball. I was playing dot or um, softball and working out and doing stuff in the yard. So it's like, I'm kind of always on the go. <laughs> um, but my personal like passion time, like the one thing I do just for me is working out. Like I just, I, I, I love lifting. It's something that's very passionate for me. Um, I look forward to it every day when I hear people like bitch and moan about, oh, I gotta go to the gym or, oh, I've gotta go do this. Like, like no, change your frame of reference because working out should not be like that. It should be something rewarding. Just like if you can get through two double quarter pounder meals, you know, you should still be excited to get through a 30 minute workout at the gym. What if you don't get anything um, out of it? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I will mean, not lie. I absolutely loathe loathe in any way shape or form having to exercise whether it's on a treadmill an elliptical a bike weightlifting like i've tried it all i've even done yoga and like i fucking hate all of it <laughs> well and that's the thing is uh, for some people it's not for you or it's not or it's not that style that's for you you know there's different things that you can try you can do like the first thing that I always try and suggest people is if you've got a dog, take a walk around your block. Like, you know, that's the first thing to at least just get you moving and doing something. Um, or like intramural sports is a great thing too, because especially like where we are at here in the Midwest that, you know, there's LGBT plus leagues that like, you don't have to be a professional athlete. You don't have to play on the competitively. You can play just for fun for shits and giggles and you're doing something besides sitting at home all day, you know? So like that, that's what I always try and, and help people see is that, you know, there's more to it than just going in, pumping iron and sweating it out. You know, like you, you need to find a way that you have fun and enjoy it yourself. Um, yeah, that's kind of my best suggestion for that. I know that not everyone it works, but you know, for me, it's been so long and so habitual, so habitual that, you know, not going to the gym feels weird. <laughs> That makes sense. You know, there's actually a scene that might be worth referencing here. Uh, the German uh, Queer Eye, which had their first season uh, this year. It was fantastic. I really hope they do a season two. Um, there was a beautiful episode because the German one does things a little bit differently where instead of having an Antony who does the cooking, they have a person who focuses on uh, food and well-being is what they're sort of termed as because not everyone needs to learn how to make a fucking meal every episode right like how do you how do you shoehorn in cooking to someone who's like perfectly competent? <laughs> a lot of the time that person ended up focusing on wellness and that wonderfully didn't always translate to fat and thinness it translated to them being well in their cells you know there was a mum who part of the storyline was she'd had kids, she was very busy, she'd put on a lot of weight. And the question was, what do you do for yourself that helps you to feel okay in yourself? And she said, oh, I like something called Nordic walking. So that's what they did, right? As part of their thing together, they did Nordic walking, you know? And even as they're doing the walking, you know, the person in the Queer Eye team, he's gone, oh, I didn't realize this was so tough, like walking with these sticks, you know? And she's like, I used to be able to do five kilometers and I'll work my way back up there again. And he said, well, hold on, you know, this isn't, this isn't about hitting numbers, right? Like, this is just about getting you out of the house. When you were doing Nordic walking last time, was it about the numbers? No, it was about getting outside and having fun. Then this should be the focus for today. It's getting back to having fun and doing the thing that makes you feel good in your body. So this was a larger person, 
doing a form of exercise that may or may not end up leading to them losing weight. But the purpose and core of the narrative, when she started to introduce the idea of increasing that, because I should think to increase it, I should, I should be doing more kilometers, I should be doing, immediately you say, no, 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 no. The starting point is joy. Does this bring you joy? Then that's where we're going to sit with it. And if you want to push yourself, take the time to push yourself. But also, if you want to sit with what you're able to do here, do that. There's nothing wrong with it. This is also partly a commentary on how weight loss and dieting culture obliges us as humans, fat or thin. We should be active. We should be focusing on health. We should be focusing on constantly shredding and losing and restricting and doing all these bits and pieces. Bitch, I don't want to. In that case, don't do it. It's really, it's really not that hard, you exactly. know? And that's why I don't yep. do it. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I mean, I, I have, I have worked out like I, because I was paying for it. That's pretty much how I made myself do it because I knew that I was paying for it, but I begrudgingly went to every single one of those workouts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There, trust me. There are days that I don't feel like it. Even like today, I'm going to go have a leg day after this and I really don't feel like it, but I'm going to go do it anyways, because it's part of my routine now. That's why, like the other aspect of this too, that like how the gal that you were just talking about, she was going and doing her own little spiel with getting, wanting in, in, to increase her things on her own. That's a lot of this is if you do something long enough, it becomes habitual and it doesn't seem like an actual task or work to go and get it done. Whatever it is that you're going to do. Mm. That's how I, my mantra. Now, I do want to, I do want to bring something up here because you and I have obviously spoken for a while. Please feel free to speak to this as much or as little as you feel comfortable <laughs> to. But I would love to know, how did you come to balance those two? How did you come to, how did you go from where you were then to this incredible space that you're in now? Yeah, I don't mind opening up a little bit about that. It's, it's been a long freaking process for sure. Um, because, you know, growing up, like I said, being a bigger guy and how mainstream media is now, you know, it, it, it before, you know, it, it portrays you as, you know, you're out of shape, you're not as attractive, blah, 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 that whole gay stigma we all have to deal with. Um, so that's where initially I was, I used to be really self-conscious of my body and of my belly and things like that. And it took me hitting, I'm almost 34 now. So it's like, you know, as you get older, I, you kind of stop caring less about what other people think. Um, I have an amazing partner that, you know, loves me unconditionally. He's told me numerous of times that loves me at any size that I am, whether I've got a belly, no belly, whatever. Um, so that helps too. Um, but my personal demons that I kind of had to like work through was just accepting the fact that, you know, not everybody's going to have the XYZ body. Not everybody's going to look like one, two, three around the corner. You know, it's, it's, it's owning what I have and what I, the work that I put in for it and seeing those results. Now, the last few months, this level of whatever you want to say, gluttony that I've had, <laughs> um, that's purely for my own personal pleasure. Like it's something that I just, it's nice to be able to have some fun, eat a few burgers or three um, <laughs> and just, you know, see what I can do with a little bit of this and a little bit of that, uh, because I've had the whole, I've done intermittent fasting, I've done strict dieting, you know, just to get down to a certain weight number that's on the scale. I, I don't really give a fuck what the scale says, pardon my French, but I'm not one that really worries about that because it just, 
I care about how I look and how I feel. And so over the years, accepting that, learning to love myself and reaping those rewards and seeing those results has what kind of like helped transition me to where I'm at now. No, I understand totally about not wanting to look at the scale because even though I like make myself neurotically do it every now and again, I'm always pissed. So like, I feel like <laughs> I want to throw the damn thing out the windows. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> well, and like sometimes like some, you know, welfare checks every like once a month is good. That's kind of more or less how often I check. But because if you do it too frequently like that, you get either mad or shocked or like a mix of the two. It's almost never what you want to see. <laughs> oh, totally. I find that any time in the past, a feeder or encourager has been like, weigh yourself. I weigh myself. It's not what I want to see. And then it causes me to spiral very, very quickly. I find that my appetite decreases because I feel so defeated. Like I'm not making the progress that I think I should be making. Like, Coming back to a whole conversation point on if it's not for you, don't do it. Just because other people do it doesn't mean mm -hmm. you should have to do it. Just because everyone eats junk food. If you don't have a desire to be gluttonous for junk food, bitch, don't do it. Like, truly, do not force yeah. yourself. Find your approach to it. And then, similar to what you've been doing, Ken, open up about it. Talk about it. Share it. Share it with the people. Because you could forever be the very first time someone looks at someone and goes holy shit you are doing the thing in the way that inspires me and because i see you do it i know that i can do it we all play a part in building up that next generation and opening up that tapestry to other people you know yes yes i am curious to probe do you ever feel a sense of concern that the sort of gluttony that you indulge in could affect that dedication to working out or vice versa? Yes and no. Um, I will say, because I'm hovering around like 260 right now. Um, and that for me is kind of like the heaviest, I've, close to the heaviest I've been. But it does start to like visually what I see. Um, like I'm able to see more belly than I am kind of like anything else, but like, I've got huge pecs and like a lot of people on first glance, it may look like that, but, uh, no, these are strong. Like I can bench quite a bit of weight. And so <clears throat> there's that aspect of it. But then when I get in the gym and I can feel the strength and the difference, that's where I kind of don't stress about it too much because I mean, you guys have seen my workouts, like. I don't go for five minutes, you know, I'm there for, you know, an hour to two hours every time. And, and I do a variety of, you know, heavyweights, low reps, high reps, low weights. I do some cardio and not like running a fucking mile. I don't do that shit. Like I'll ride the bike for five, 10 minutes, things like that. But enough to get your heart rate going, because, you know, that is the one thing I, I it does kind of to tangent here a little bit too much, but I get frustrated when people say, don't do cardio, don't do cardio, don't do cardio. Like, no, for your body's health, and your heart health, you need to do cardio, whether it's walking for five minutes or whatever, you need to do something. Yeah, you, you have I'm to uh, look I'm after your heart man. health <laughs> as you get bigger. And I'd love to go on record right. saying that I am very envious of those titties. <laughs> I do just want to take a moment here to encourage listeners, please, at the end of this episode, when he drops the socials, please go check out this man, drop him a little DM and tell him about them titties and how good and luscious they look, because they do. <laughs> They really, we're about representation here on the podcast and we want to represent titties today. So thank you for representing titties for the people. 
You're welcome, guys. Anytime. <laughs> I mean, Even. I mentioned before, you know, people people kind of reaching out, feeling potentially inspired by you. What's the reception been like from people kind of getting to know your process to weight gain a bit? Have people been like interested to know more or have people been a little bit on the critical side of things? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, all in all, I've actually had a lot of just good feedback. Um, I've had a mix of the two. I've had some where, you know, they're encouraging me to kind of lay off the gym a little bit and let the belly grow a little bit more while I'm like, okay, I'll just need another helping of food for that one. Um, or we'll have, I have a quite a few of individuals who they actually just ask for suggestions on different sorts of lifts and things like that to do, or they want to get arms like me, or they want to build a chest like me and things like that. And, you know, for one, thank you to anybody who and everybody who's always said something like those are the sorts of things like you have mentioned in the past that, you know, it just, it's, it, it's very humbling for people to have that perception of myself or of your, of yourself. But um, all in all, it's good. Um, I always try to like give multiple different, I guess, views in terms of like what they're wanting, because my first response when someone asked me about workout tips or exercising tips and stuff like that is, is well, what's, what's your goal? Because what my goal is, is not the same as what your goal is. And so I try and steer the conversation that way for them, just because, you know, I can squat 200 and some odd pounds and bench 200 and some odd pounds, but like not everybody needs to do that. You know, maybe they just want to try and do some bicep curls or something to build their arms a little bit bigger to fill out the shirts more and things like that. So it's, it's all in all, it's been good. I mean, that's good. I do want to ask here and now let's put it out there. I would like for you to give me a benefit from going to the gym, exercising, playing sports, what do woo I'd like for you to give me a benefit that does not detract from gaining. That does not detract? Well, the first thing is your appetite. Like I eat a lot of food. <laughs> and for one, yes, I just already naturally eat a lot of food. But two, just like if you're trying to refuel after a leg day, especially like me, I do leg days twice, sometimes three times a week. Like, man, I can put some food back. So that's the first thing that's like the best benefit that doesn't should not hinder your gaining. Um, the other aspect, I guess, is you get kind of like, I'm kind of merging into the like muscle belly category now. Um, I, I jiggle a lot. Not everyone else does. Um, so that's kind of nice. <laughs> um, and yeah, I haven't really thought of that. Otherwise that's, that's you stumped me there. <laughs> I still don't think that I will ever take up any kind of sport except for maybe archery, but that doesn't require any, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could be sitting down and doing that. So I always think of like the Highland Games. You know, you've always got these big, strong Scottish men like doing that, like tree toss, all that kind of shit. Oh, these yeah. men big, beefy, bully, buff boys. Just, mm, you know, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised some of the big guys you see out on these fields, like especially my softball league. I'm not the smallest oh. guy, or I'm not the biggest guy. Sorry, I said that backwards. Uh, even in kickball, I'm not like there's just it every size from twink to super chub is, is like out in that field. So it's like that's where I just I for one, it's the community that I'm in and the sports league that I play in. But it's great to see that inclusivity and in like bodies and shapes of all sizes and colors. I saw that when uh, my my boyfriend plays rugby <clears throat> and like so many of the guys on his team are big ball bellied or chubby bellied 
Bears. I mean, like he's on a hot fucking team. And then every team they play, <laughs> same situations. All these gorgeous, beefy men just tackling the crap out of each other on the field. <laughs> but uh, I've I've, tra- I've I've taught my other half to like make sure and pay attention to the sidelines because that's how you can enjoy the sports, honey. While I'm playing, you can just go watch all the eye candy that's out there. <laughs> I was gonna say, Tim, genuine question: Have you ever sat through an entirety of one of Matt's games, or do you just find yourself like finding the nearest uh, porta potty to like uh, deal with yourself in? No, I have sat through, but I've taken a lot of pictures too. Um, I have sat through the games. Have I paid attention completely to what's going on? Not always, because I still don't understand how the sport is played. Um, mostly, I just get drunk with the other rugby wives. So I love that. I can see you volunteering. Like you need a you need a team photographer. I'll be the team photographer. We're gonna do a new calendar, gentlemen. Line up. And oh my god, during the pan- during lockdown, all of his teammates put on like 20 or 30 pounds each oh, so hot <laughs> god yes also uh kim when you said the belly jiggles now i just heard like that tiktok song in my head my belly it jiggle jiggles and balls and it's just like you just like strutting along to that i'm just like oh yes please oh my goodness um Keep a lookout for my uh, my treadmill warm up. Those are always for you guys. Now I will I will ask as well. Nutrition, right? Gainers be out here, all of us, including myself. Like my my nutritious vitamin of choice is butter, and we know this, right? Like that's that's my vitamin, vitamin B for vitamin butter. That's that's it. Um, but what? To, just talk to us about vitamins. Like what are we missing out on in our diets that we should be more conscious of? Um, so I'm going to speak on this from the supplements perspective, just because I'm not a nutritionist in terms of by any means for one. Um, but I kind of eat your typical, like your red meat, fish, poultry, or your fish, poultry, and your meat and potatoes. I'm a Midwestern boy. So that's kind of what we're always raised on here. Daily vitamins. Um, I do always take a good variety of that. I take a men's multivitamin, um, B12s, D3s biotin for your hair skin and nails um vitamin c just all of that stuff is good for you um and i can always feel a difference when i don't take my vitamins like if i'm running late and i forget them um my body is just like just you know so much more drag you know and um so like in the mornings that helps keep me going um you don't have to go out and be like one of those supplement store freaks and buy the best this and the best that in all honesty, anybody who's looking to work out and to have, you know, some fun at the gym and actually see some results, protein, you can get that either via a powdered supplement that you take at home or like through your food. If you don't want to go and buy something, just eat a lot of chicken, um, other one, turkey, a lot of shit like that. Um, I love my creatine. Um, that's a great thing used to help um, like rebuild your muscles after you break them down because with working out and things like that, you're getting all these micro tears in your muscles, having the protein and all that stuff helps rebuild that back. Um, and then I also take an intra workout of branch chain amino acids just to kind of help keep me going through my workout to give me some energy. But um, take that as you may. I am not a nutritionist, but that's just what I know that works for me. Um, everyone's body is going to be different. And that's the one thing you kind of have to remember too, is that just, you, you know, you can put all you want in your body, but if it doesn't react well, and if you do, and if like, if it upsets your stomach or if something starts hurting, like for one, always stop, like that's just listen to your body. It'll tell you what's right. 
I love that. And I love this conversation. I feel like, first of all, I think, yes, absolutely. If you're not a nutritionist, you know, you can only share what, what you do know and what you can recommend based on those things. But also like, I feel like that's still so much more than like the conversations I get to hear about what, like when people talk about like nutrition or like supplements and shit like that. Like, do you know what I mean? I feel like even this is still mm -hmm. like such a, a step towards what we need in that conversation. Um, Shout out to any listeners who might be nutritionists. We'd love to do a nutrition episode. Uh, totally reach out to us at thethickradio at gmail.com. We will totally key that up. Thank you. Um, we do have a listener question for you, which is what kind of workouts can you recommend for someone who might be interested in making a start? Um, first things first, set three weeks. Three weeks. Give yourself three weeks to stick to it, whether it's two days a week, three days a week, one day a week, whatever. Start small, build up from there, but three solid weeks because after that, then it's going to just become, become a habit. Aside from that, if you have never worked out before, if you've never lifted weights, if you've never been into a gym, I highly would suggest look into finding a trainer just to educate you. Don't be one of those that's like, oh, I need to sign up for four months. No, 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 no. You just need one or two sessions to learn the basics of what to do. Third, um, I would probably have to say, if you're an intermediate, say somebody who did sports before and has just been out of it and you're just trying to get back into shape, um, look into like fitness related apps. I have one that I use that I love. Um, if anybody wants to know, just message me, I'll tell you. Um, there are many out there. There are some that are free. There are some that are paid. But even if you don't want to do an application, you need to log like what you're actually doing. So if you're going three days a week, you're lifting 100 pounds on this day and you decide to up it to 120 pounds the next day, you need to keep track of that. So that way you have progress reports. It's just like how you were in school. You got to keep track of shit as you're going. Um, and then just the last thing is have fun. Don't stress about it. Make it your whatever you want to do, like make it your just your day, your time to shut out the world, shut out all the bullshit that's going on and just listen, have fun. That's, that's what I do. Like half the time, like my videos, you guys may see that I kind of have a goofy looking face on my face because that's my lifting face. You know, like I, I, I know that my camera's recording, but I'm also having fun. Like, you know, I've got <laughs> six reps to get through at 205 pounds on this bench. Like I'm trying to get this shit done, you know, like it, it but it's it's fun and i thought what i really hope that a lot of others who are thinking about it could potentially find joy in it too that way because it it really is rewarding just and it, it makes you feel so much better when you're done for me like i don't like working out like at all when i i, I find this entertaining right like when i first started gaining i told myself like it's because i'm gonna be a muscle gainer type of guy right like I'm gonna get a little bit fat for now and then I'm gonna hit the gym so that I've actually got some like fat and energy to burn, you know, and I can I can kind of build up from like a base. And then I went to the gym one time. Count them once. <laughs> one time. And that was enough for me to be like, this is not this is not my destiny, child. This is not yeah. this this is not my French vanilla fantasy. This, this is not me. Um <laughs> But I, I know that there's also this element of like, so for example, in the last couple of weeks, there was like a, a fundraiser that happened um, at the back of the Vauxhall Tavern, which was this um, 
queer games, basically, right? And I'm thinking, oh, God, it's going to be these fit fucking faggots playing rugby and soccer and cricket. And I'm just going to be so bored because it's like, why would I watch this? Why would I watch this? But I was invited by a friend and I was like, I'm going to go. And then I went, bitch, it was tug of war, three-legged egg and spoon race. And I'm like, I don't like this shit. <laughs> I am here for the primary school fucking, if a three-year-old can do it, that's on my level. That's on my level. That sounds like fun, you know? And then yeah. every team had to do some kind of like halftime show presentation. Um, which was camp and very, very funny because you had people who had different abilities and different ranges of motion. Um, so it was just, it was just fun. It was just fun in the end. You know, it wasn't about being physically capable. Yeah. It was about just having fucking fun. So this kind of makes me happy because it's kind of nice to know that that kind of equivalent of sports that I would totally fuck with, there's also that equivalent in exercise. There's also that equivalent working yeah. out and gymming you know not to say that i'm looking to become a gym person because as, as a james i'm already <laughs> a gym person literally but you know it's I, I think it's a good conversation tim i want to hear more from you on this because you know you and i have had endless conversations about your journey with wanting to get bigger arms the daddy arms that i simp yeah so much, you know like what are your so the the, the muscle that i have right now was due to again i was paying for um a personal trainer who I, I don't think this guy really understood me because he was just like a former bodybuilder he was jacked um he was also quite short so i think he had something of a napoleon complex going on and he looked like he ate a bulldog <laughs> every day for breakfast and i'm like i will never look like you sir and i really wish that you would stop trying to make me look like you so eventually i gave up on that then I purchased a, a cheaper gym membership, which I still have, and I haven't used in like over eight months. Um, and <laughs> I have a gym in my basement that I haven't touched. It's just collecting <laughs> dust. So I'm worse than you, James. I just, I just see it as a chore. And I just wish that there was a, a faster, easier way. And even though I would never, you know, take that route because there is faster and easier ways. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just not a person who enjoys it i do it very begrudgingly so what i have on me now was from months of me like painfully making my way through those training sessions i mean i suppose this is a good opportunity to kind of round things out and ask the question like what would be the first step basically to helping someone go from this place of struggle to more of a place mm -hmm. of success um so there are all kinds of articles out there. Um, definitely do your research, do your due diligence. Um, there is an article that I subscribe to that gets sent to me every week, every two weeks, something like that. Um, it's called Stronger by Science. Um, that is for those who are kind of, if you've say played sports in high school, had a few years off, want to get back into it, but don't really remember how to do proper lifting and things like that. And you want to re-educate yourself. That's kind of for that like intermediate level. Um, for a beginner, definitely don't be afraid of your gyms. Um, just because, like, when you walk in, you see all the muscles, you see the skin, you see the non-bellies, right? Don't give a fuck what anybody else is doing there. Like, literally, everyone is there to put in work and get it done and go home. Some people, yeah, they're fucking around and talking all the time. Those are the ones I just move out of my way and I take the machine. Um, but the personnel that are working there, utilize them. 
um, almost every gym membership that you sign up for, you can get some sort of complimentary class, some sort of complimentary training session, um, and then you could potentially do more if you wanted to. But like how Tim said, not every personal trainer is the best fit for you. Don't let them try and tell you otherwise, because there are people out there that will just take your money and not give you the results or help you get the results that you want to see. So be cautious of that. Um, but in terms of the staff that are working at the gym, don't be afraid for them either. Um, like I go to the YMCA here in town and like, I love lying hamstring, hamstring curls where you're on your belly and you're kicking your feet up towards your butt. And I spent like two weeks walking around this, this facility and could not find it. And I finally said, do you guys have this machine? And they were like, oh no, we don't. And then there was like a 20 minute conversation on, you know, how can we try and get one of these here? And I really like this and da 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 So like they are approachable. So utilize them for that. And then lastly, um, if you have any friends, family or whatever personnel that you know that are either active or play sports or do things like that, reach out to them, especially even if it's a coworker. Like if you see that they've always got their little blender shaker bottles on them and like they're probably one that always goes to the gym, like reach out to them first before you kind of go and talk to a complete stranger because my last place of employment there was a buddy who he was a straight-up bodybuilder like you could just tell by the way his he presented himself and um I basically picked his brain for weeks on end like and I learned a whole lot more and he talked brought you know ex explained different things to me and stuff like that so it's it's always a learning process you should always be trying to learn something new oh my gosh Ken this has been so Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you all for having me. It's been a blast. Oh, it's been lovely. Now, where can listeners find you online? Um, at the moment, I only have one main social media. That's my Instagram, at ThickBoyGames. Um, I'm working on setting up some other avenues, so be on the lookout on there for the other more. Fantastic. Well, that's a wrap for now here on Thick Radio. Please remember to like and subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a good review. If you liked this episode, the podcast, or just us in general, share it with your friends and encourage them to tune in. You can find me on Instagram and beefyfrat at Stanham. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and beefyfrat at Thicky Mouse. You can also look us up on TikTok at Thick Radio or our website at www.podpage.com forward slash Thick Radio. And if you want to submit any questions or ideas for episodes, you can reach us at thethickradio at gmail.com. So until next time, bye fats. Bye fats. Oh, bye fats. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Thick Radio is a Patreon and Enter app podcast produced by Stan and Thicky Mouse. Next and Master by Stan. Our artwork is provided by Lokitu. Our theme song is provided by Body by Cream.